Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Look to the trial of Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes and what impact that might have on next week's elections with CBS's Scott McFarlane. Also, we're remembering the life of a Washington football legend. The Dow closed up 400 points. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Steve Bannon won't be going to prison for the immediate future. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the latest. Steve Bannon, the former campaign manager for former President Trump, has filed a formal notice of appeal of his criminal contempt of Congress case. Here's what's pivotal. The judge in that case ruled Bannon can remain free from prison until any appeal of the case is resolved. He was to report for a four-month prison sentence later this month. Now it's delayed. The House committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol has extended the deadline for former President Trump to turn over documents as part of a subpoena. The panel has told Trump's lawyers that the deadline now is next week. Committee leaders also want the former president's in-person testimony. People in three southwest states are at risk of severe storms tonight. This woman in Dallas finds Mother Nature a bit too unpredictable. like this, and then tomorrow, look, look how it's going to be. Yeah. Dry, sunny, and we're in November. A major cold front is moving through the central plains with strong thunderstorms, damaging winds and possible tornadoes in parts of Oklahoma, Arkansas and Texas. A tough day for some at Twitter as they've been laid off. KPIX TV's Justin Andrews in San Francisco. What better way to sound off about it than to post on the social media platform itself? The workers are doing just that, tweeting they've been logged out of their work accounts and even removed from Slack. One dad tweeted he told his young son that he might not have a job. Elon Musk has tweeted about the reduction in force, saying that there is no choice when the company is losing over $4 million a day. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi talks about last Friday's attack on her husband in their San Francisco home, which left him seriously injured. The House Speaker says in a conversation with supporters today on YouTube... It's going to be a long haul, but he will be well. And it's just so tragic how it happened. But nonetheless, we have to be optimistic. He's surrounded by family, so that's... A wonderful thing. This was Speaker Pelosi's first on-camera appearance since the attack. Bond was denied today for the suspect. President Biden got some good news today from the Supreme Court. Details from CBS's Christopher Cruz. Conservative Justice Amy Coney Barrett has again declined to block the president's plan to cancel billions of dollars in student loan debt. She acted even as a lower court is considering whether to lift a freeze it placed on the program in a different case. Barrett denied an emergency request by two Indiana borrowers who were represented by a conservative legal group. Weeks ago, she denied a similar request by a Wisconsin taxpayers organization represented by another conservative legal group. Christopher Cruz, CBS News, Washington. NASA's moon rocket returns to the pad for the next launch attempt. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. 903 on Friday, November the 4th, 65 degrees, overnight lows going down to the 50s and mid-60s. Good evening, I'm Ann Kramer. The top local stories we are following for you this hour. We continue to follow breaking news and more developments tonight after a shooting in Charles County. NBC4's Mauricio Casillas joins us live now from La Plata. 
Mauricio, what is the sheriff's department saying about this deadly shooting? Well, Ann, thanks for having me. Um, right now, the uh, Charles County Sheriff's Office is rather tight-lipped on what's going on, but what we do know is that five adults were found dead inside a home on a 3,000 block of Wildflower Road. This is in the Agricopia neighborhood of La Plata. Uh, officers responded to a shooting, a call for a shooting, and when they arrived, they found five people who were dead inside. They're saying that there's not a direct threat to the public. They're saying it's isolated to the home. It's being classified as a murder investigation, but they're tight-lipped on some of the details. When asked if all the five victims were shot, they're saying, well, originally we were called out for a shooting, but at this point, we're still investigating the cause of death for the five people. They're still working on identifying who those people were and what relationships uh, those people had amongst them. So still a lot of unanswered questions at this point. Mauricio, does the Sheriff's Department said anything about the five victims that they all lived in the same house? They've stopped short of saying that, um, and again, they still say that they're investigating the relationships among those five people in the house. Uh, so at this point, it's unclear how many of them lived in the home uh, or how many of them may have been visiting at this point, so it's hard to tell. Uh, they did say that one witness who called them to report the shooting is cooperating, but they're not saying uh, whether that witness lived at the home or not. And what's happening at the scene right now? Can you describe the community for us? Yeah, sure. It's the Agricopia neighborhood. So a lot of single family homes, a very, very nice neighborhood. And I'm just talking to folks who have been out here. Uh, shock is what they would say to describe what's been going on, seeing their neighborhood covered in crime tape as police lights continue to uh, illuminate a very quiet and calm neighborhood. Um, folks are just mostly gossiping as neighbors trying to figure out what exactly happened, but shocked that something like this could happen in their neighborhood. And detectives with the Charles County Sheriff's Office are still here. They're, they're, they're anticipating to be here for several more hours. They're still waiting for the coroner's office to arrive, and we're expecting to get some updates as where things stand in the investigation uh, by some point tomorrow. Well, thank you so much, Mauricio. NBC4's Mauricio Casillas there in the Plata after the bodies of five people were found inside a house. We will keep you updated here on WTOP when we get more information as this continuing investigation goes on. Our other breaking story tonight out of D.C., a 15-year-old dead after he was shot in Northwest. Police say they got a call right before five for gunfire coming from an alley on 7th and M Street right next to the Mount Vernon Square Metro Station. Assistant Police Chief Andre Wright with information on the suspect. We're looking for a lone shooter who exited a silver Mercedes with tinted windows, ran past a group of folks on the sidewalk, ran into the alley, and shot at a specific group of people uh, of which this juvenile was a part of. Police say the suspect then ran back to his car and drove off. No reports of any other injuries. We're learning more tonight about an unusual string of events in Frederick County, Maryland. Officials in that county looking into why a teacher called in a false report about a stabbing and chose to lead a classroom full of kids out of an elementary school. It happened at Green Valley Elementary School in Monrovia yesterday. The Frederick County Sheriff's Office says a teacher reported multiple stabbings, but when they arrived, she wasn't in the classroom and 27 fifth graders were missing. Officials say the teacher took the students through the woods and arrived at a cafe about a mile away from the school where she called law enforcement. The teacher reportedly was acting distraught and had taken off any bright clothing. She instructed her students to do the same. Once officers arrived and confirmed there was no real threat, all of the students were accounted for. The incident is under investigation and the teacher was taken to a nearby hospital for an evaluation. 
Melissa Howell, WTOP News. It's 9.07. Women's leadership is elevating our world, and Innova is a leader in elevating women's health care. Innova Fairfax Hospital is ranked top 10 in the nation for obstetrics and gynecology by U.S. News & World Report. We are committed to putting women first. Our team listens to what matters most to you, from childbirth options and high-risk maternity care to pelvic floor health, surgery, and cancer treatment. Experience elevated women's care at Innova. Explore innova.org slash women first. It's 9.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Over to Bob Inler in the WTOP Traffic Center. On the Beltway in Virginia, still the crash remains on the outer loop in the usual spot for crashes. And that is, of course, just after 66 in your Arlington Boulevard. And uh, traffic remains quite slow, headed past 66 on the outer loop. It's blocking the left lane in the main lanes. Of course, the easy pass lanes get by without delay. Things are generally good to go on 66 so far tonight. Not a whole lot going on there. No work zones have set up as of yet on 66. But I'm sure we'll see some of that later on tonight. On 95 southbound, we still had a little bit of slow traffic getting over the Occoquan at 123 and past Prince William Parkway. Two separate crashes were on the right shoulder, still on the right shoulder, and the lanes are open. Beyond that, the pace is good. Maryland Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties. Not a lot going on there. And on both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, all is quiet. No delays to report on 270 or on 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now the weekend forecast from Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. High temperatures this weekend in the mid to upper 70s. Tomorrow we'll have some patchy fog during the morning hours. Breezy winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour and partly sunny skies. Some rain is in the forecast on Sunday, mainly through the first half of the day, with the most rain falling west of the I-95 corridor. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 67 in Ruston right now, 66 in Bethesda, 61 degrees in Woodbridge. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. The founder and leader of the far-right Oath Keepers has taken the stand in his own defense at his seditious con- conspiracy trial. Stuart Rhodes' testimony comes after prosecutors spent weeks laying out their case against him and four others. They're accused of taking part in the January 6th Capitol attack as part of a violent plot to keep Joe Biden out of the White House. All five have pleaded not guilty. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland joined Michelle and I earlier with more. Well, it was a brief glimpse on the witness stand. It was only a half day at the federal court here in Washington, and it was only direct examination. So Stuart Rose, this pivotal figure in the U.S. Capitol prosecution, really gave his biography. And it is a unique biography. He's a Harvard law grad, a former congressional staffer, a prominent person in some political circles. Cross-examination is likely to begin Monday. That's where we find what Stuart Rhodes has to say to these hard questions about what the prosecutors say was a plot and a plan well in advance of January 6th to arm and attack the U.S. Capitol. He's one of the very few January 6th defendants to take the stand. It's been a rarity, and he's far and away the highest profile. And Scott, with the midterm elections and Election Day coming up on Tuesday, what impact might the January 6th insurrection have on that election? I want to note one thing in particular, Anne. There were 10 people in the U.S. House Republican Conference who voted to impeach former President Trump just after January 6th. Eight of them are not coming back. Four retired, several lost primaries. There are two on the ballot Tuesday night. I'm going to watch that real closely. A California Republican, a Washington State Republican. The California Republican, Dave Valadeo, may be the only U.S. House Republican to lose 
his re-election campaign this cycle. And the January 6th vote, that impeachment vote, might have been impactful. Well, a member of the House committee investigating the events of January 6th, the Democrat Congresswoman Elaine Luria is hoping to keep her seat in Virginia's 2nd Congressional District, but it looks like she's neck and neck now with her Republican opponent, State Senator Jen Kiggins. What is the latest there on that race? Genuinely one of the closest U.S. House races in the country. It's right here in our backyard in Virginia. Elaine Luria is a distinctive case. She's the only member of that January 6th Select Committee who is in a competitive race for re-election. Hers is going to be the only one that's likely to be very close Tuesday night. Watch out for that. It's going to be an early barometer of how Democrats are going to fare nationwide. The Virginia votes come in early. The results come in early before most of the rest of the country. If Elaine Loria survives and keeps her seat, it might be a better-than-expected night for Democrats. If she loses by a lot, we'd expect Democrats to lose by a lot nationwide. That's CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. Coming up on WTOP, Wizards and Nets tonight in action. Remembering a Washington football legend, Frank Hanrahan will join us with all the details in sports. 913. Want me to make some coffee? Uh, yeah. You know, I used the last filter, but there's more in the pantry to the left. Yep, right where she always... Always what? She always marked how tall we were since we could stand up. All the lines, they're still here. Oh, honey, I know, I know. She can't leave here. She just can't. I know we don't live close enough. I know we have our own families to raise, but... Shh, she'll hear you. Look, I think I have an answer. Make some coffee and we'll talk about warm and home care. Warm and home care? Yeah, they're right here. They're local and they always have been. Just like mom and dad have always been here for us when we needed them. With Warm and Home Care, your loved one can stay safe and happy in their own home while a caregiver provides essential services, personal hygiene, medication reminders, light housekeeping, and more. Family owned and operated, the Warman family has spent over 30 years providing happiness at home to families like yours. Learn more about the Warman difference at warmanhomecare.com. The emotional and physical pain from missing or broken teeth is real. Find your smile again at the Cascades Center for Dental Health in Sterling with Cascades One, a revolutionary full mouth implant system. Only with Cascades One can you get one doctor, one office, one price. And in as little as one day, you can get one custom smile that looks, feels, and functions just like healthy, natural teeth. Learn more at CascadesOne.com or call 866-25-SLEEP. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if, all thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. G-E-H-A. When you hire your local Pro painters, you get the power of prepping for the holidays. Get your house ready for the invasion of the relatives. The power of fresh color. We're your color experts and we'll make your color vision come true. From a customized project plan to getting the job done on time, contact your local Pro painters today and get the power of pro. Get started at Certapro.com. Each Certipro Painter's business is independently owned and operated. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now over to Frank Hanrahan. Quite a dud by the Wizards tonight as they're getting blown out at home by the Brooklyn Nets. 128-86, under a minute left 
In regulation, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, PG County native, Prince George's County native, coming back home and putting in work almost a, a triple-double for Kevin Durant. He had 28 points, 9 rebounds, and 11 assists. Not a good night for the Wizards. Uh, 19 points for Kyle Kuzma, 20 for Bradley Beal. Begin all Brooklyn Nets, 128-86 with under a minute left in the uh, fourth quarter of plays. Wizards will drop to four and five. Meantime, Nike has announced they are suspending its relationship with Nets suspended guard Kyrie Irving, effective immediately, and will no longer launch his new Kyrie 8 shoes. Commanders Minnesota, that's on Sunday, 1 o'clock, ruled out for Sunday, including wide receiver Jahan Dotson and linebacker Cole Holcomb out with uh, injury. Vikings 6-1 and one with Kirk Cousins at the helm. Commanders 4-4, four and four. Taylor Heineke with that great comeback win over the Colts last week. They're looking for their fourth straight win. Dave Butts, who was a big anchor in that Washington football's defensive line in the 1980s, has died at the age of 72, two-time Super Bowl champion. Butts played 16 years in the NFL. Again, he was 72. Wizards going to lose 128-86 to the Nets. I'm Frank Andrand, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you tonight on WTOP. We are following breaking developments out of Charles County. Five people have been found dead inside a house in the Plata. Sheriff's deputies remain on the scene and responded to a shooting around 4 o'clock today. A witness who called 911 is said to be cooperating with the investigation. Two people are dead after a shooting inside a giant grocery store in Oxon Hill. That happened this morning, and police say it happened after a woman suspected of shoplifting was approached by a security guard. The woman pulled out a gun and started firing, and the guard, who was a man, returned fire. Both were killed. Should the FBI's new headquarters be built in Prince George's County? Local, state, and federal leaders gathered today to say yes. County Executive Angela also Brooks says the county's two suggested sites best meet the criteria used by the federal government in the past to make such decisions. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. Well, if you've grown weary of the factual inaccuracies and biopics, this one may be a breath of fresh air. Weird, the Al Yankovic story debuts tomorrow on the Roku channel. Vulture critic Jen Cheney gave us her review on Skype. It is a biopic about Al Yankovic, but in Weird Al style, it is a parody of a biopic because of course it is. How could it not be? And it's just so silly and fun. Daniel Radcliffe plays Weird Al. The details of Weird Al's life become more and more outrageous the more the movie goes on. There's tons of great cameos in this. I just had a blast watching it, and I think other people will, too. And that's Vulture critic Jen Chaney. 918. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Back over to Bob Imler in the traffic center. Well, good news on the outer loop Beltway after 66. They have moved the crash to the right shoulder. Still a bit of a slow pace there, but uh, pretty soon should be picking up now with the lanes open. Eastbound 66, approach to the Beltway, right lane is closed, and the ramp from eastbound 66 to the inner loop is now closed for tonight's road work. On 95 South, they did have a second crash near 123, and it was on the shoulder, but now the fire department has shown up, so they may be blocking the right lane. After that, the one near Prince William Parkway, if anything is left of that, that should be on the shoulder. Now, I believe they're also setting up road work. Listener found it setting up eastbound 66 past 29 Gainesville. And that is taking a couple of lanes as well. So a bit of a slowdown heading into Manassas. Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, each running without delay on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. All is quiet on each. Same with 270 
And on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, nothing in your way there either. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now to Storm Team 4, meteorologist Amelia Draper. Some patchy fog developing once again overnight, but likely not as bad as it was this morning, with lows in the 50s. After the fog burns off tomorrow morning, partly sunny skies and breezy winds gusting up to 30 miles an hour, with highs tomorrow in the mid to upper 70s. Rains in the forecast on Sunday for the morning, midday, and early afternoon hours. The most rain falling west of I-95, where some heavier rain is possible. A passing shower or two possible here in Washington. Highs again in the mid to upper 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. It's 66 right now in Roslyn, 66 at Farragut Square. And in Laurel right now, it's 62 degrees outside the WTOP studio, 66 degrees. All brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Now, coming up on WTOP, police officers and new recruits in one area police department will get some extra training. We'll tell you what that's all about. It's 920. My husband and I live next door to a haunted graveyard. It's a little creepy, but we manage. Just like we manage without home internet. Do I wish my mobile hotspot was faster? Yes, but I make it work. Kinda. Just like we make it work sleeping next to a 17th century burial ground. <clears throat> Honey, can you move your hand? That's not my hand. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> that bad don't settle for just mobile get xfinity home internet and one gigabit of xfinity mobile together starting as low as 24.95 a month when you qualify for internet essentials go to xfinity.com call 1-800-XFINITY or visit your local xfinity store today restrictions apply limited to internet essentials residential customers meeting certain eligibility criteria taxes and fees extra pricing subject to change xfinity internet required if no longer eligible for internet essentials regular rates apply reduced mobile speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage at Premise, we think your bank should actually help you grow your money, and we've only got 30 seconds to tell you how we do it. So listen up. The other guys pay nominal interest at best, but at Premise, we don't think it should be called interest unless it's actually interesting. With Premise Premium Checking, we pay 2.50% annual percentage yield just for checking with us. 2.50% APY. Earn interest with no fees, free ATMs, and overdraft protection. Some call it crazy. We call it banking as it should be. Visit PremiseBank.com for more. Member FDIC. Ready, set, vote. Did you receive your mail ballot? If so, you can vote by U.S. Postal Service or by mail ballot drop box. Right now, want to vote in person? Early voting starts October 31st and ends on November 6th. Election Day is November 8th. In D.C., 25 vote centers will be open during early voting and 90 vote centers will be open Election Day. Find the nearest vote center location by going to dcboe.org. The choice is yours. Vote early, D.C. Ready, set, let's vote. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. It's 922, and the Fed is expected to announce a location for the FBI's new headquarters soon. And Maryland leaders say it's time for the Biden administration to put its money where its mouth is. Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrook says the changes to the scoring system used to select a new FBI headquarters undermine the Biden administration's commitment to advancing equity. Here at the Greenbelt Metro, one of three finalists for the new HQ, Senator Chris Van Hollen also argued the administration was undermining its commitment to equity. Equity and inclusion 
was going to be one of their very top priorities. For most of the process, cost, security, and equity were thought to rank highest factors. Now they weigh the least compared to proximity to facilities like the training academy in Quantico. This is an abrupt change that clearly favors Springfield. At the Greenbelt Metro, John Dome and WTOP News. The Secret Service is holding an emergency training exercise tomorrow. The Uniform Division will hold training to simulate an emergency response to an active shooter in the Treasury Building between 5 in the morning and 1 in the afternoon. Again, that's happening tomorrow on Saturday. The Secret Service telling people they may hear gunfire in the area as part of the training exercise. D.C. Fire and EMS will also take part in that exercise tomorrow. Police officers and new recruits in the Montgomery County Police Department will now get extra training to help them better understand the communities they work in and they serve. Montgomery County Council Member Will Jawando says part of this new law is about making sure that we have the best, brightest, and most highly equipped and informed and educated guardians in our community, our police officers. The 30 hours of training also meant to address inequities and to equip officers to understand the main tenets of racial equity and social justice, that they are emphasizing de-escalation and communication skills. Training will take place through a partnership with Montgomery College. County Executive Mark Elridge before signing the bill. We came into this recognizing that it was time to make some improvements in how we were enforcing the law. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. In Prince William County, parents would be notified in advance of school-wide book readings and assemblies under a plan being considered by the county school board. Board member and co-sponsor Justin Wilk tells Inside Nova the resolution would ensure parents have the ability to remove their kids from any school-wide activity that they don't agree with. Wilk says the plan is not a response to a school librarian's reading during morning announcements that caused controversy back in June. The book that was read to students at Marsha Elementary School is called Prince and Knight and features a gay love story. It's 925, Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. With inflation cutting into people's household budgets, this may be a sign we're cutting some spending. DraftKings saw its user growth slow last quarter. It has to compete with FanDuel and other sports books for market share. Investors are wondering if inflation is taking a toll, but DraftKings says it's not seeing that impact. It did see a different one. Shares fell nearly 28% today. Carvana is blaming interest rate increases for the drop in used car sales. It posted a wider-than-expected loss. Company shares fell almost 39%. And some Federal Reserve policymakers say they see now interest rates peaking above 5% next year to control inflation. Former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers tells Bloomberg TV that may be a bit low. It would not surprise me if the terminal rate reached 6 On Wall Street, the Dow rose 402, the Nasdaq 132, the S&P 51. Gains of one and a quarter to one and a third percent. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, what we're learning after gunfire inside a grocery store this morning happened in Prince George's County. It's 926. Is your bathtub not working for you anymore? Long can help. I'm Katie from Long Baths. A beautiful walk-in shower not only modernizes your outdated bath, but provides beauty for years to come. We'll take out the old and bring in the new, complete with your custom choices. And we always clean up when we leave. Expert installation to easy financing, Long does it all. Get your free estimate today. The Maryland general election is November 8th. You have several ways to vote. You can postmark your ballot or place it in a drop box by 8 p.m. on November